Welcome to the Craft Beer Cast. I'm Josh. That's Jeff. Hey, Josh. I'm Jeff. That's Josh. That's Wells. Oh, hey. And that's Jeff, and I'm Wells, and that's Josh. All right. Awesome. It's all right. Harumph. All right. It's all right. It's just fine. It's just fine. Oh, man. We're going to get... We're going to get this uh, Just Fine Drinking Game started. The Justin Fine Drinking Game? Justin Fine Drinking Game. All right, gents, what have you been up to since we last recorded? Well, Josh and I went uh, gallivanting around the greater metropolis of Charlotte. By that, I mean we had two spots. We went to one brewery that we we have. We went to two. We went to two. One that you've never been to before. Right, right, which was kind of the whole idea was like, let's get me out and let's go doing something different. And then I happened to have a reason to swing by Triple C, which was not on the initial game plan. Right. But we started out there, and then, you know, like, there's always that idea. Like, if you're at a brewery and you're having a good time and the beer's good and there's nothing really pushing you away, like, why leave? I got, you know, sometimes it's nice to go and try different stuff and all that. But, I mean, you know, why leave? You know? You're exactly right. But we did leave. Where did we leave to, Jeff? Uh, We went to Edge City. Okay. That was your first time? It it was. And? Uh, Allegedly, you know, the, 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 the best patio in town. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> Which Josh kept bringing up. But I'm like, also remember that time that Old Mech won Best Beer Garden in the U.S.? Uh-huh. Like, I'm not saying it isn't possible that they got the votes. I'm just, it might be a little dubious. Yeah, it might be. But but that aside, what did you think of the beer? <laughs> it was fine. I, you know, it, it, like, I, you know, I'm not even trying to play up to that. I mean, like, it, it really was passable. Like... Edge Cities is, it's a, it's a neat little spot on the inside. It's in this weird sort of like almost archipelago of a parking lot area. Yep. Um, I, again, I, I don't understand how they could be the best patio with the number of cars driving by the entire time. Uh, yeah. And um, the fact that you're looking out over a high school. Yeah. Like, like, I mean, maybe... Maybe, you know, it's the number one patio for people that have to stay 300 yards away from a high school. Like, I don't know. <laughs> but, but like, have to stay so many feet away from it, but still want the view. Yeah, that's right. That's Ugh. right. Yeah. I mean, binoculars work well. But the thing is, like, you know, I got, uh, like, I, I had their, their hobby pills. I got the hazy. So you got a flight. Just so I, yeah, I, yeah, I got a sour and then, a, like, a nitro uh, stout. And they were all serviceable beers there there wasn't anything that jumped out at me like this was bad get rid of it don't drink it you know what like it was it was serviceable okay and i don't i like it's not enough to drive me back i'm you know again the (laughs) the patio was not i I don't get it but right you know it's i mean jokes aside like you have some people that you hang out with that aren't necessarily huge in the, the craft beer world and if you were all to come down into Charlotte, would you say, hey, we should stop by Edge City? No. I, You know, like, I would rather challenge them a little bit with places that are good and have, like, not just places that are, are, are decent to visit that have good beer, but also have a couple of things that may, you know, be a little outside of their comfort zone. Okay. Um, I mean, Edge City was fine. <laughs> like, like now, now I'm like, now I'm using it as a crutch. Like I just like I hear myself every time. I'm like, don't say it, don't say it. It's fine. Well, it, 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 but so, like that, like literally, like that. It is the epitome of like there. It it didn't it didn't blow me away. Right. It didn't like I wasn't disappointed. There was nothing. It, it wasn't like it. your first time going to DB and going, holy shit, I need to come back here. Right. Right, yeah. Or, you know, on the flip side, it wasn't like some of the other places we've been to, and it's like, and I'll never come back again. Right. So, 
I had, of course, their haze. Um, again, to Jeff's point, serviceable. And then we started to, to kind of get talking, and Wells, you and I have been there and, and, and had a similar conversation of, it's a lot of captive audience, in my opinion, having yeah. all those apartment complex, that giant apartment complex right there. Oh, for you know, sure. That is literally like oh, <laughs> half a block away. Yeah. You've got a built-in audience that... Yep. It's Friday night. I just got off of work. Oh, hey. Oh, how poor and rough for me. I have to walk 100 yards and I have a brewery. Yeah. Which yep. is serviceable at best. Yeah. I, and it's not bad beer. And I don't... I, 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 I want to stress that I don't think it's a bad brewery by any stretch of the imagination. Right. Absolutely. It's not a place that if... You know, I, I if the three of us were to go out, it would not be, oh, we should go here. Yeah. Like... I know the spots the three of us would enjoy. Right. Not one of those places. Well, and, and again, like the whole point of the trip out this weekend was let's try and get me to a couple spots that I haven't been to because I am a creature of habit. I like going to places that I like. Yes. I like knowing what to expect. Yes. I don't want to have to worry about parking. You know, like it's just all that stuff kind of compounds in. But then you go to a couple new spots and either they fit into like, like I'll, I'll say barrel arts, for example. Right. Like, had never been to Barrel Arts, went to Barrel Arts. They've got great parking. They've got a fantastic spot. The beer is great. And I'm like, this is a place that I'm willing to go back to, if not for the fact that it's like one of the furthest away breweries from me. There is. So right. I really have to commit if I'm going to go all the way up there. But yeah. I'd rather, you know, like I'd rather do that. If I'm going to come, you know, the uh, probably 40 minutes to get to Edge City, I'll drive another 10 to 15 and go to Heist. Yeah. I don't blame you. And I mean, for me, um, I'm even closer than than Wells is. To it, it, it's what maybe five miles from the house. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I, I've been there twice. Once with you. Once with Mr. Wells. And that's it. Yeah. It's well, it's one of those places where again I'm not offended by it. Yeah. It's it's beer. It's drinkable. I didn't want to say hey, can I get my money back on this haze? Nope. But I'm also not march. You know, I'm not beating down the door to go back. Yeah. In you know in. Had it not, but like we were sitting there at, at Triple C again, having a great time, having their their bar stools and dreaming beer was on, and that was great. And their uh, like spruce tip beer was excellent, and I just like everything was really hitting well there. But the people that were also kind of sitting at the table with us kept talking up Edge City, and I'm just like, this is okay. I mean, you're like like these are people that you know if they're saying go to Edge City, I'm like, okay, sure. Right. You know, I wouldn't, that wouldn't have been the place, like, we would have gone to another place that wasn't the place that we had planned to go to. Yeah. I don't know, there would have come up a conversation, but since everybody's clamoring for it, let's go. And it was fine. Yeah. Mr. Wells, what about you? I went to Charlotte's newest brewery. Oh, not another I, brewery? Another brewery. Oh, not another one? Another brewery, yeah. How was it? Um, I, I'm just listening to Jeff describe... Uh, his thoughts and feelings on Edge City, and I'm just like, can I just copy and paste everything that he just said? And just control C, control V, and, baby. Yep, B exactly. Because I mean, for you especially, it literally is what two blocks, three blocks from you. It, yeah, it's it's the second closest brewery to me now, but just, but I can see like one brewery from my house, and the other right. one, yeah, I drive past on the way to work and on the way home every single day. Um, so just another. I, I mean, I hate. To, to use the term, but it literally is just another brewery. It's just another brewery. Wow. Um, 
That's that. I mean, I'm not shocked, but but, but uh, like that's such a bold move. We have a brewery in was oh, it Atlanta or or yeah, Atlanta they had proper. a couple, but then they've closed one, and they're going to open up two in Charlotte now. But, one of them's another brewery, and one is Hip and Hops. Okay, but you're gonna, but you're going to open. You're you're going to go to the trouble of extending yourself geographically four-ish hours away to open a new brewery, and you're just going to be meh. I think they're going to be bringing their production here. That's my understanding, or at least some of it, but but correct. Maybe you're spending that much money and opening up two spots, and this is honestly and and that's not to say I mean, I had two beers and I tried the two that Liz had, and they were serviceable. Yep. They were serviceable. We're going so far out of our way not to say they were fine. Oh my oh poor Justin's just gonna have to start drinking on serviceable now. But so she had a Mexican lager that was decent, but it, it's like I needed to be a little bit more crisp. That was a, a lingering finish. Uh, she had a chocolate stout. So chocolate stout, tropical IPA, Mexican lager, and then I had a double IPA. Okay. And and I think there was a pale ale. Okay. And that's it. Okay. And it's just odd, like odd choices. Odd choices, one. but also like what is this? Like fifteen years ago. With the exception of the tropical tropical IPA, this is like a mid two thousand no, era tap There's list. no blonde or brown. He's right. But there's a chocolate stout, so that's got to count. Right. And it's like okay. four okay. point or five, either four point eight or they five. They spent an extra ten dollars for the premium <laughs> starter bundle. Sure. And I'll give them comes with two skins. I'll give them that, and everything's in a shaker pint glass. But they're like cool shaker pint glasses they've got like a bluish tint to them and Ooh, neat. I, I mean i guess whatever um, floats your boat bro but beers were inexpensive as hell i mean six bucks oh okay I'm, well I'm, that, that's a positive so i'm okay need, with so, that oh, sorry, sorry but it's it's not and and this is crazy it's not enough to get me to go back on a regular basis and i can walk there in five minutes that's what scares me about a place like that they're coming in and they're breaking mid-level beer and their their big hook is either geographical location, which again for you is is nice because mm-hmm. it's not that far away. Maybe it's price for now. Get you used to it, and then they'll start raising the rates. I guarantee it. Like nobody's going to stay at six dollar pints forever. Yep. Maybe they will. Maybe they won't. We'll see. I mean, I will. I will say quickly that the hazy I had at Edge City was six bucks, oh, and okay. Edge City's been open for a while. They aren't in Nota though. I mean, yeah, that I rent has oh, got yeah, yeah. has got to be coming up once they kind of get yeah. a sense of things. Yeah, totally. It's just you know, it's. I understand when you're you know deep in the heart of Union County and you have no competition, you can be mid. Totally, you're right. I don't know why you would even bother going to Nota and not bringing like some big hitters. Maybe you're not able. Like I, I don't know. Like maybe that's maybe that is their beer. Who knows. What really kind of just weirded me out, I mean, not weirded me out, but just how low, low tech, low key everything was. Like, they've got. I say, what do you mean? They've got like a beer fridge, like a chest fridge with uh, two tap towers coming out and three taps on each. They can only support six beers and out of six souls. Like, this isn't like a. We have a cold room. So with it's like, literally like a bigger version of what I've gotten here. Yes. So wow. they so they opened because they need to open. Maybe, but they're not ready to open. I don't know. I mean, but they don't have space 
for a cold room there that I that I could see. Maybe there's space in the back. So I I have no idea what the heck they've got a, a full kitchen. When and honestly, I thought every, I mean, it was like oysters and wings and sliders and things of that nature. But I don't know if it was sticker shock or if it was like, I guess everything's just that expensive these days. But I'm like, I'm not paying dang what you're asking for oysters. Like, I'm just not. Yeah. Like, I, if I really want oysters that bad, I'm going to trek my happy ass up to Growler's Poorhouse and get some really good ones for half price. Yeah. Than that. So, uh, I, I, I don't know. Like, I, I'm not surprised, but... I, I want them to be better, and maybe once they get the brewery up and running, and maybe once they... I have no idea. So, interestingly... You know, is we're sitting at Triple C. We kind of start having a conversation about Weathered Souls. Yep. And how they're in trouble mm-hmm. and potentially not long for the world. And, you know, we're around some beer industry people who start dropping names of other breweries and slash app rooms here in town that are not doing so hot. And I know we love to say the bubble hasn't burst. And I don't believe that the bubble has burst. But, but I, don't I, feel think, like, mm, okay. I, I feel like we may be getting to kind of like critical mass in certain areas. Mm-hmm. Note I didn't need another brewery. No. No. Not 100%. Th- not that close to you. Not that it's just going to come in and start like being, you know, just middle of the road. I mean, they are smack dab in the middle of Heist and Noda and Free Range on the other end of them. And you've, you've got to be that good, if not better, and they're not. Well, unless you're planning on just capitalizing on the apartment complexes. That they are in. I mean, they are on ground floor. There's the apartment complex gym to their right, and then they are on the end. I bet that's super cheap rent. Yeah, I know. So we'll see. So, so what do you think? Six months? I have no idea. I guess we'll see once their main facility gets up and running. Because they have equipment here, but none of it's hooked up. Gotcha. And and this is really easy because I'm I'm just going to be able to drive past on my way into work every day and just do a quick quick look to the right. Who's and, drinking at eight a.m. Well, or nine thirty no, in your case? It's to see if they've run glycol lines to their fermenters yet. Oh yeah. yeah and yeah. as of because I can see that driving past. Um, that's how I knew that D nine uptown never brewed because whenever I would take that exit, I just looked to the right. Yep, no glycol lines. You're not brewing yet. Um, so I'll be able to keep track of it without even stopping by. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, another brewery in Charlotte. And ooh. and it's not, I, I hate the word bubble because bubble is like, here's a thing and then pop, it's all gone. gone. Yeah. This is more like a market correction or a market resizing. And, and sure, like, do I think there are too many breweries in Charlotte? Possibly, um, and I, see, I will counter counter argue that there are too many breweries in the same spot in Charlotte. That's that's that was my point. Yes, exactly that. Because if you took like instead of putting yourselves smack dab in that apartment complex in Noda, if they would have opened over here somewhere in Cotswold, who else is around here? I mean, you've got you know Vaulted Oak and Edge City a little ways down the road, but for the people that are right here, mm-hmm. it could be a great option. Yeah, exactly, and. and that is, I think, one of the biggest problems in this city, at least to me personally, is 
You have so many breweries in South End. You have so many breweries in Noda yep. that if you go into one of those places with a B or you know even an A minus tier brewery, yes, you've got a captive audience of because of what's there. But eventually, that captive audience will either they may stick around or they're going to realize this ain't it, chief, and move on. And then next thing you know, you can't make rent and you're closing. It makes me wonder. I mean, we had talked about Weathered Souls, what they would have done in any other area of town. Yes. Because you've got super trendy, super pricey location where they are now with no parking. And they're yep. and they're just a little too far to walk from yeah. the light rail. Like, right. just, just like barely. I don't know why barely, because it's not like it's a hard walk, but it's... No, but I mean, it is... I mean, you're... It's ten, ten minute walk, probably ten minute walk. But then, like, you've got four lanes, five lanes of Clanton Road, like right beside you. It's like mm, it sucks. Yep, yeah. it's not a fun walk. No. Wow, I guess we did a lot, or we have a lot to talk about. We did. Well, shall but we into get the to, news? Shall we get to some news then? Yes. So uh, this one kind of broke when Jeff and I were at Triple C. Well, before that, because I was all excited to put it into the show notes and Wells already had it. I'm like, <laughs> and, I, and I almost like sent y'all a text about this because it would have saved we, me two and a half minutes. I'll but it's that. like, weirdly, this is, this is some pretty big news. So what is the big news? So we have talked about um, Octopi Brewing out yes, of Wisconsin for quite some time. Uh, they're a contract brewer. They're, they brew for a lot of other brands, but they're like... Main, their brand. Their brand is Untitled Art. Yep. I really enjoy their stuff. I do, too. Um, and not just... I, yes, it is pricey. It is pricey, but I think their non-alcoholic stuff is good. Their CBD sodas are, or sodas, their CBD drinks are very good. And, of course, I like their hazy IPAs and all that other shit, too. Anyway, Octopi just got bought by, by Asahi. Oh. Like the big, big mega brewery out of Japan. And... It's because they have a ton of space, and Asahi is like, oh, we want to start domestically brewing like our own beer in the United States. I mean, it's a whole lot easier than having it literally shipped over. Uh-huh. So, um, wow. I, I just couldn't imagine saying, oh, I'm going to start this like small little contract brewery or Untitled Art, and then I'm going to kind of do some contract brew. I mean, and just how this business grew. Yeah, which yeah, and that was the thing that really kind of fascinated me about Octopi was number one when we originally discovered that that is an Untitled Arts, and we were like, "What?" Uh, yeah, and it was because of some like uh, Trader Joe's or some type yep. of brand beer. I'm like, "Who the hell are these guys?" Yep. <laughs> and I went deep diving down and found, "Oh, they're a contrary that does like all this other." Yeah, I, I just didn't see that coming. And yeah, this is a. Uh, Yet another, so we already have Stone being owned by a Japanese conglomerate brewery. Now we've got Octopi. Uh, it, it makes sense, right? Because, I mean, especially in where we are on the East Coast, like, I couldn't imagine trying to get fresh beer, in any remotely fresh beer from Japan over right. here. And, I mean, their, their main beer is a rice lager. Yeah. So, I mean, maybe isn't that precious right and, and, but and, still and it's, it's not but at the same time how much money are they saving too of being able to brew it oh, here absolutely. stateside 
Absolutely. instead of having to get it all over the the United States. So, I mean, cool. I guess maybe I don't know. I guess here's the big question, Wolf. <clears throat> this is going to stop you buy from buying untitled art stuff. No. Does this make Octopi not craft anymore? I mean, technically, it does make them not craft because they are owned by a non-craft brewery. But I was still buying Founders after their buyout. Uh, I mean, until they went all racist and stuff. But all crazy racist? Yeah, but I like Untitled Art. I, I mean, I do. Okay. Um, so for me to give that up, it Asahi didn't piss in my Cheerios. I okay. do reach for an Asahi when I'm out like at a sushi restaurant. And I can't wait to see what this stuff tastes like fresh where it's you know brewed in wisconsin and brought to me rather than shipped over from japan then you know driven or train or railed all the way across the country yeah so we'll see yeah incidentally octopi is hiring a cellar brewer right now okay so you know just fyi yeah because you want to like you know because i totally want to move to wisconsin yeah but i mean you know you hey could, you can get cheese curds yeah, like legit cheese curds. You could barely use your cheese curd beer, a beer that I would not be surprised that Untitled Arts put out. Yeah, exactly. And you would have constant access to New Glarus. There is that. Yay. And you could end up on like one of those police channels because Wisconsin's apparently like Florida where open laws are just everywhere and that's where all the drunk people live is in Wisconsin. Because, at least according to my YouTube album. Because Rizzo. what else is there to do in Wisconsin besides drink and watch the Packers games? Yeah, that's right. I mean, seriously. Yeah. All right, Flying Fish. What's going on with Flying Fish? Yeah, and I feel like we've been talking a lot about uh, New Jersey-based breweries, uh, and we definitely talked about this story back in New in uh, the summertime. Uh, Flying Fish. They were one of the oldest breweries in New Jersey, one of the largest breweries in New Jersey. Um, a deal to sell themselves has fallen through, and yeah. instead, uh, Flying Fish will be filing for bankruptcy. And their largest creditor is pretty pissed off about this because, uh, you know, they're owed money and everything. And they're like, oh, well, let's just stay open for like one more month so we can net an additional $10,000. And the creditor's like, why don't you just liquidate everything right now and give me my damn money back? So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Creditors be wanting their money. Yeah. I can't say I'm blaming. Mm -hmm. But it sucks, though. I mean, Flying Fish is... You know, we've had some of their stuff on the show way back when. Um, they, and that the, was a, a total, you could find it at a total line and go, Who's yes, this, this yeah. is cool. Yeah. Yeah. Back when, back before I kind of realized what really was going on behind the scenes about um, <clears throat> total wine exclusive brands. But right. even then, I feel like, much like Pike Brewing, Flying Fish probably sold some beer through Total Wine and then we hit that era where nobody wanted something they'd had before. Yep. I go to Total Wine, you get new things, bro. Got to get my check-ins. Got to tick them, them yeah, buttons. Yeah. Got to get those badges up. Yeah, man. I mean, when's the last time I bought clown shoes? That's another one of those. <laughs> now, there's a name I haven't heard in a well, long exactly, time. Exactly, but that's another like a brand that I only associate with Total Wine. Yeah. I've never seen them anywhere else. Oh, you're right. Yeah. So, ugh. The hits just keep on coming out of New Jersey, and we'll have a little bit more to talk about next show about what's going on in New Jersey. All right. Our, our new favorite brewery, Voodoo Brewing. Oh, man. What's happening now? I just hate these guys so freaking much. This guy needs a, a beard trim, something fierce. Yeah, he kind of does. 
I mean, if you can't grow it up here, you just grow it off your chin. I like, like, like I, I, you know, everybody does it their own way. But like when your mustache is like literally like flossing your teeth while you're smiling, like maybe, <laughs> maybe do something with that. I don't, maybe, I don't know. Maybe. I, don't maybe. Know. I, I didn't have to, uh, time today or any time since to do like show notes like I typically do on the story. Um, but my note on this was, ugh, I just want to shit on these guys so bad. Yes, it was. I, I mean, it's like, oh, cool. We, <sighs> I, we did some home breasting, home brewing, and I was interested in investing. And we're just like, why don't we just like start a home brewery or uh, start a brewery? And then like, oh, cool. We made a couple batches of beer and now we should franchise. I mean, it's just. I mean, we, we, what was it? Uh, was it Dale Jared or uh, Michael Waltrip? You know, he kind of did the same thing. Like, yeah. uh, I've really only ever like helped make one beer. Um, let's franchise everywhere because my name is still something. Because it is 1986, right? Right. Yeah, totally. I, th- this whole voodoo model is interesting to me, uh, only in that it'll give us stuff to dunk on for a while. Well, and, and how long? Is, so it feels like this just kind of popped up out of nowhere what two years ago this whole voodoo thing it feels like it and it was untapped ads for for me at least target ads hey do you want to own a brewery do you want to own a brewery do you want to open an app or whatever would you like to develop an app I I was just like who in the hell advertises do you want to start a brewery through untapped ads this is bonkers these guys Uh, so with that being said we're already what two years probably into this maybe even three yet to really see anything happen. So, is what? anything going to happen? What? Is there, there's 17 locations across seven states. We've got Asheville, Myrtle Beach. Um, Have you been to the Tennessee. Asheville one yet? Why the hell would I go to an, a brewery for research? For, no, I don't even care that much, man. I, I am paying attention to it because I follow Asheville Beer and their news articles occasionally pop up about them opening. And it's just like, but you're not a brewery. You're a tap room. All their production happens right. at like one central location. Right. And then it gets like sent out to their satellite, you know, franchise tap rooms. I mean, at least, you know, we, we've talked about, I think, previous times we've mentioned them, at least with like hops or rock bottom, at least there was some beer being made yeah. in house. Whereas like, you're not, to your point, Wells, you're not a brewery. You're, you're a bar owner. You're, yeah. I mean, you're a franchise bar owner masquerading as a tap room. I mean, like, for as long as you can get people to be convinced that you're a brewery, I mean, I, I guess that's good business, but eventually that jig will be up and people will, I mean, like, you know, what, you know, we, we talk about the algorithm. What I keep getting in my feed is all these articles worried about why everyone has quit drinking beer. And I'm like, well, I don't know if that's really the case. Also dry January. Yeah. But also, like, the holidays and you tend to get wine and spirits a little more in the, in the, in the holiday time. And I'm uh, broke as fuck. I just spent Christmas gifts and everything. Like I'm tightening my belt, so to speak. Yeah. I, I don't know, man. But I mean, to, to my earlier point, like why in the world am I going to, um, a tap room in Asheville where they don't even brew beer. Right. Not in this city, not in this state, not in this region. Yeah. Um, I go to Asheville to visit Asheville breweries. Yeah. All right. Um, I, was, I was just asking. Oh, I know. But 
I'm I'm sitting here clocking the True Brewery out of Denver, which apparently is opening imminently. Yeah, uh, nice. but they will be brewing like out of the old Eurisco space, and I cannot wait for that one. Yeah, that'll be cool. So this isn't like a oh I'm just like against people like popping up that are from elsewhere. If if you're brewing here, you belong here. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, so we talked about Ponton Brewing a lot had closed, but what's happening now? Looks like they're back. Oh, so grand closing, grand opening. Uh, it's more like grand closing, uh, and one of their tap rooms is staying closed, gotcha. but they are going to reopen the other one. Okay. Um, Pontoon Brewing should be back open at their Sandy Springs, Georgia location. Um, yeah. Like by the time this show airs. Wow. So January they've, been, they've yeah. been shut down since October 2023. Um, they blame their closure on uh, payment issues from Bavana. We've talked about North Carolina-based Bavana to death. It feels to like. death. It feels like so. There's there's well, another they're, one. They're, they're they're running breweries to death. So yeah. I mean, like you know. Um. So yeah, I I think I've had like one pontoon beer. This is not like oh my god, I can't wait for pontoon to come back. Um. They the, got dealt a rough end. They but did. also they, you know, again, like there are so many of these, so many of these breweries that were getting some foothold back in the, you know, mid tens. And a lot of them never evolved enough. Yes. And granted, it's hard to keep up when you've got breweries that are catching lightning in a bottle and it takes you a year or so to get caught up to that. And it's too late in a lot of those cases, but I, you know, I, I like you, Wells. I, I have uh, yet to hear. I, I've had like one, maybe two pontoon beers. They weren't anything that made me crazy. Um, I know when Bavana was doing their uh, "Please buy our leftover stock so we can pay your bills, or at least put more money in our owner's pocket," whatever it was. I, you know, like the pontoon stuff that was there. I'm like, yeah, none of this, none of this looks interesting. Yeah, I just can't. I am. You know, Thanks, but no thanks. And plus, they're, them opening a second location, it seemed a little bit premature. And I think that about a lot of breweries opening up additional locations. Like, is the market really demanding? Like, have you completely outgrown your bursting at the seams of your OG location and you want to get a second one under your belt? But then, like, the, the market's kind of flat, right? Like, we aren't seeing the double digit percentage craft beer right. industry growth that we had seen in years past. Right. So it's kind of like, Oh, it's going to just keep on growing like this forever. No, the market's kind of settled. And if you think that it's going to like, Oh, I'm going to open this location and I build it and they will come. It's like, man, those days, those days are gone. Yeah. I, I always go back to that thing. Ryan said, and I feel like it's probably been at this point, like eight plus years ago. If you're trying to do something to make money in the beer industry, yeah, maybe too late. Yeah. You know, like you really, there has to be clamoring demand for a, a, another location. Yep. And, you know, eventually you're going to stretch yourself too thin. Yep. Because you're just not going to move the product you need to move to keep a place open. Yep. And like, some of this feels like, uh, you know, maybe if I just have a, a, a second child, this will like fix my marriage. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's just the sense sometimes. Not saying for pontoon, but just the sense that I get sometimes with these breweries. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Speaking of breweries closing additional locations, 
Um, Asheville is experiencing a couple closures from Archetype Brewing. I have been to this one, um, and boy, I, I almost like jumped in my car and drove up there once I found out they were closing two of those locations because I've been to one of them, but I kind of want to like check the other two off the list, but you know, life got in the way and all that shit. Right. So, oh no. Anyway. <laughs> right. <laughs> I know. Basically. So like, I've literally never heard. I feel like whenever you go to Asheville, you talk about like, Oh, I went to this brewery, I went to that brewery, like whatever. I have literally never heard of this brewery until today. Yep. When your business model is tap room only and you know, so it's voodoo. Well, no. I mean, I'm saying like they don't distribute a lot into oh, the market. Okay, so, okay, okay. you know, they have a taproom centric market. Um, so unless you're going up to Asheville on a regular basis and you've already like squeezed water out of the stone so much and you're like, you know what? Where else can I go that's new? That's how I came across Archetype. Gotcha. Um, it wasn't too far away from a couple other places in West Asheville that I did enjoy. Yeah. So... But, but boy, basically, the, they opened up three spots, and now they're closing two of them, and the future mm. of their original is... Unknown. Unknown. That's not good. Nah, a little bit. It's unknown. Maybe they need some voodoo to... Never mind. I'm going to stop that. So, I mean, these didn't last long. One of them was uh, uh, 2019, um, so that one's closed. The, the original location is open in 2017. You had a second location open in 2019. And the third location uh, just opened in May. So I guess I haven't really been to... I mean, that was a South wow. Slope location. Like, how how does that not work? And, and Wow. Just opened in May but again, and already closed. Again, yeah. it's not that... And we'll keep going back to this, I feel like, for the next years. It's not that there isn't room for more breweries... But you have to be careful dropping one in where there are already 20 within walking distance. Yep. Like, if, and especially if you're going to do that and you don't have a way to stand out. And unfortunately, for a lot of these breweries that are trying to, like, move into Charlotte, Frothy Beard, High Wire, Weathered Souls. Like, if you don't have enough quality and location, if there's not enough there to bring people in... Like they're not just going to come hunt you down like it used to be. Yeah, you're mm. you're 100 right. Hell, we're perfect examples of that because the idea was Josh and I are going to go out. We're going to hit one or two places that I haven't been to before, and then we kind of went to Edge City as like a well, we should probably go to one more place. Yeah, because yep. we've landed in a spot that we like, a spot that makes good beer, that has a good tap room, has a good food truck, and we just stayed. Yeah, that's what we need. We need more breweries in town that actually have a good kitchen. Like, I'm not going to get on Wells's back about, you know, no more everybody's pizza. got pizza. Like, I don't have a problem with pizza, but, like, having, like, some options would be nice. Yeah. 100%. Oysters and Sliders at another brewery. I don't... Those two things, just, like, if you want to have, you know, a raw bar and that be your thing, I'm cool. If you want to do sliders and that be your thing, I'm cool. That doesn't seem like those two should go together. The twine should not intermix. Yeah, don't cross the streams. Yeah. All right, last but not least, beer news. But this time, not one of the states we've ever talked about before. It's Alaska. I know. We've been talking a lot about you know, fuck-ups in Georgia or Jersey. especially New Jersey uh, lately. And, and finally, uh, some beer news out of Alaska. Um, 
after many years of attempting to modernize the alcohol industry there, um, boy, it, it just makes me thankful that I live in the great state of North Carolina because, um, yeah. Do you know, uh, thanks to this law change, uh, tap rooms at breweries and distilleries will be able to stay open past 9 p.m. now. Ooh. Yeah. So previous was 8, 8. p.m. Yes. Um, so uh, they'll be able to hold a limited number of live events every year. So, like, um, that's cool. Maybe some live music. That would be awesome. But uh, you still can't have TVs. You still can't have uh, chairs or stools in the bar area. <laughs> so... So I just get to stand and drink. Okay. Well, chairs or stools in the bar area, like at the bar. You, you've got to, like go to the bar order and then sit your ass down at a table so but but now no i mean that's that's still a lot so it's fun uh hey justin so basically they'll be able to sell other types of alcohol such as cider they'll be able to hold uh again those live events um theater performances or movie premieres or concerts or whatever like but you're still limited in the number of those that you can offer to, like, four, I think. Okay. I was to say, do you know off the top of your head? I was trying to scroll through. Yeah, it's... <sighs> I mean, cool. Uh, congratulations, Alaska. You just took a baby step further. It's, it's just weird that things are... I mean, they aren't even in the Bible Belt. Right, no. like I could no, nowhere near it. I could kind of understand a little bit where this like Puritan mentality of like oh alcohol is evil and we can't whatever like kind of comes from geographically around right. here. I mean, like this isn't Colorado. This isn't like the great, you know. This isn't New York. But God, Alaska, man! Congratulations on like taking a step out of the dark ages, but you're still like ain't great. No, it doesn't sound like it, but. I mean, I guess, too, at the same time, except for a couple of major cities, there's not a lot of population there, so maybe there's not a lot of clamoring for some of this stuff to change until now. It appears that a lot of these... that I mean, I, I'm slamming Wisconsin earlier, but, like, what is there to really do in Alaska besides, like, drink? Right, or, or so... be on a crab boat, and like, you're not even there. You're yeah. out in the ocean, so... So, this was, like... A, a, there's a lot of concern about loosening restrictions too fast that would contribute to like the rate of alcohol consumption in the state. I get it. But also I, I don't because I, you're the state is telling these tap rooms how to operate in, right. in ways that like, I just don't see hardly anywhere else. <laughs> But you also wonder, too, like, at the end of the day, and if any of our listeners are are in Alaska and they can actually fill us in on this, like, is the craft beer scene even a scene there? You know what I mean? Like, is it really even that big of a deal? Uh, I mean, I I would love to go to Anchorage just so I could go to Anchorage Brewing. Right. Um, And just, but God, knowing that tap rooms can stay open now till nine o'clock. Holy cow. Yeah, but then at the same time, like, are you ever, let's be honest, are you ever at a brewery past 9, 10 o'clock? 
If I'm visiting Anchorage, probably. Okay. If if they had like a whole bunch of deal with the uh, devil around, yeah. probably. And plus, but also that would be like, it, it's still fuck. light outside. <laughs> Depends on the time of year. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Summertime, yes. it's still light outside. Yeah. I mean, I'm typically like home by dark. If it's still light outside, then yeah, I'm probably still out at, in Alaska because, uh, I guess it would be like several hours behind us here. So. Yes. Yes, it would. Yeah. I mean, the, the whole reason I'm asking that is because, like, I know Jeff's move. Jeff's move is, I want to get to the brewery as soon as they open. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want to be there that late. I should be home by the time all the people get there. Like, that's my move. Yep. And, you know, even Wells, like, when you and I go out, we're typically there shortly after they open or an hour or two after they open. And there ain't that many people there. And we don't hang out until... The wee hours of the night, which what the the breweries here close at ten. For the, it, that seems like a good rule of thumb on the weekends. I, I was going to say I don't know in the ten plus years that I have mm-hmm. lived here that I have ever been at a brewery past eight o'clock. Ever. Oh wow! I mm, yeah. Uh, it's been a while. I got to Divine Barrel this past Saturday at eight o'clock and left at about 11. Yeah, yeah, but like when you're fish cover band baby, walking distance and everything else, like it's that's a little bit of a different story. Yeah, right. I definitely should have had dinner. Yeah. Oh well. What can you do? Uh, what can I do be hungover the entire next day? <laughs> yeah, cuz by that point most of the restaurants in that area are long closed, aren't they? I no, I was just fine. There's a new late night pizza spot open till 3 a.m. You can't have pizza with beer? <laughs> the heck I can't. <laughs> Who's this? You ain't my supervisor. All right, are we ready for break? Yep. Please and thank you. We'll be back in 30. Time for my goodbye, Josh. How did that work? Wells. Oh, boy. Uh, So we've definitely been drinking beer throughout the course of this recording, and it's time for us to tell you what we think of them using the simplest system that we can think of. Would we buy it or would we not buy it? Jeff, kick us off. Uh, First beer for tonight, 12-ounce can of Sierra Nevada Snowden Winter Warmer. Winter Warmer. Which Josh warned me ahead of time. He's like, look, I know you don't like winter warmers, and we're going to have a winter warmer on the show. I'm like, thanks for warning me. This one, actually, I don't mind. Um, my, I think most of my issue with winter warmers is they tend to start dropping in all of the, like, holiday spice. You know, like, I don't, I don't want cinnamon, nutmeg, star anus, and allspice in my beer. Just give me the beer. And that's what this see, at least seems to me like I'm not getting uh, any oppressive uh, seasonings, we'll call it. Um, it's surprising to me. Maybe I should give another winch warmer a try, but I'm not willing to go all in. Right. Um, that said, I mean, if it comes in a mix pack, sure. I, I don't know that I'm going out of my way to buy this. There's a lot of other like beers that have that kind of like roasty sweet balance that I could get that are local. Okay. Wells? Oh, boy. Uh, it's a perfectly all right, middle of the road, mass market capable. 
um, winter warmer. I, actually, I was shocked to see it was 6.5%. I clocked this at like a four. Um, that said, uh, this is like the dud of the variety pack for me. There's nothing that keeps me coming back or or interested in this. It's I, I don't for Sierra Nevada beer. This is really weak. So okay. no buy, Josh. So Mr. Wells, I am curious. Yep. On winter warmers. Yes. Do you like the throw all the spices at the kitchen sink type, or do you like kind of the more subtle? I. Or do you even like the style at all? I do. Okay. Um, but less spice for me. Like, I did have the Samuel Smith's Winter Warmer recently. Okay. And it had a little bit of spice, but it wasn't overwhelming. That's just, that to me is still my gold standard for the style. Okay. Cool. Um, so I'm not going to buy this either. The reason that I brought it on, though, was to show to Jeff that. Get rid of it. No, honestly, to show to Jeff that not every Winter Warmer out there is chocked full of allspice and nutmeg and star anise and every fucking other flavor that you can imagine, Sierra Nevada showed some restraint here. And if you like any type of spice in your Winter Warmer, you're not going to get it here at all. But this does have a good mix of a little bit of spiciness a little bit of roastiness, a little bit of sweetiness, a little bit of maltiness. It's kind of got everything there without it being overly adjuncted to the point where it tastes like a Christmas bomb that I don't want. Now I would love some Christmas bomb. More power to you, bud. I mean, but that's prairie. Yes, it is. Uh, but no, I, I won't buy this. But like I said, my whole purpose was to show Jeff, hey, not all winter warmers are bad. Don't have to hate them all. All right, next beer up. Next beer up from Zool, Knoxville, Tennessee. Uh, this is Orloge. Sure. Orloge. Orloge. Sure. I don't know. O-R-L-O-J. Yeah, this is a dark lager. Um, again, perfectly fine. But I'm not uh, like, I, you know, we're, we're at Triple C, and I know that, you know, Josh and Ryan were having the Dunkel. Or was it, was it Dunkel? Was it Dunkel? It was Dunkel? No. So I think it was a dunkle. It was just a oh, was it or was it a dunkle? Maybe it was a dunkle. I don't remember. Was it a dunkle? Could have been a dunkle. Shut your mouth. Keep Point being, like I, you know, like I, just, I don't want I, I'm, I don't want that in my lager. Like I don't mind a hoppy in my lager. I like crispy in a lager. I don't mind a rice in a lager. I just don't want the roasty in my lager. So, no bye. Okay. Well, so. yeah. This this it's weird. The snowed in the winter warmer kind of bored me but this is so like plain jane that i could drink a lot of it and be happy i think it's well made there's nothing wrong with it it's a 4.6 percent dark lager light roastiness um light bodied and this is just kind of everything that i'm looking for um this time of year for a session beer so i'm absolutely buying this josh yeah, I'm not offended by it, by any stretch of the imagination. It it is a very plain Jane dark lager. Um, yeah. I'll, I'll buy it. There we go. Final I, beer. Up? It's from Zool, by the way. I know. I know. Stop doing this to me. <laughs> I'm Stockholm syndrome. You on Zool next. Uh, Feels like it. Might as well. Uh, from Resident Culture, this is their single barrel select ninety seven. Yep, or barrel ninety seven. 
Uh, this is an unblended, non-adjuncted, single-barrel selected Imperial Stout Asian a Buffalo Trace bourbon barrel. Uh, filled in the barrel was filled in February 22, and spent 22 months in the barrel. It was filled in February of 22 and spent 22 months. So that's like I don't. Okay, yeah, I'm, I'm not quite. No, actually, no, no. The math works out. The math works out. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, not that I really, not that I really doubted them. But I was just like, wait, does that math work out? Okay, the math works out. Um, this is, uh, <laughs> yeah. There's a whole lot going on here, um, which is remarkable for being, you know, just like a basic straight up imperial stout. Um, it is chewy. It's almost gooey to a degree. Uh, I love the barrel in this. I love the stout in this. This is an A plus resident culture imperial stout. It's a big buy for me. Well, they make amazing imperial stouts over resident culture. I I know I love their. I think their adjuncted stouts are absolutely delicious. They are yep. still on the safe side of like they don't cross that too sweet line for me. But boy. This thing just proves that you don't need a whole bunch of extra stuff. Just barrel plus beer plus time. This is exquisite. I loved it. Absolute buy. Josh. What he said. <laughs> I mean, honestly, it's it's one of those things where <clears throat> it's funny when you think of RC, like you don't always think like stouts. You don't think loggers. You don't think some of the other stuff that they do. Right. And you kind of forget, like, um, they kind of know how to do all this shit. Yeah, they do. And, and that's what I love about resident culture. I mean, you know, I don't love their prices per se, but you always kind of had this picture of hazy, 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 hazy. And that is truly like 75% of their spectrum. Yes. And then, you know, up high, you've got these fantastically well-made lager beers. When are we getting re-up again? I need to know. Hell yeah. Uh, and then on the on the south side of of the spectrum, you've got these incredible stouts, you know, and, and not to mention, well, then you got their sours too, wherever those end up. Like it's mm-hmm. just it's they're just they're just great. They just but they know it, and you pay for that. But uh oh, good job, Josh. Blame my phone. No, well, I mean, we are absolutely going to do that. Brought to you by Apple iPhone. Please do. Well, it's time for I tap that. How does that work? Well, of all the beers that we've been uh, enjoying throughout the course of the show, what's the one that we want on tap on our home kegerator? Jeff? Um, Me only. Bot one. No, no, no. Well, I I was going to stall a little bit so you had time to figure it out. I was actually going to say, like, I'll take uh, the uh, piece of shit iPhone, um, except uh, instead I'll take the single barrel 97 from resident culture because that's actually something that's good and does what it's supposed to do. Wells? I feel like I could drink my absolute weight in that Orlage from Zool. However, Barrel 97, there are no survivors. Correct. Josh, what's yours? I mean, it's got to be Barrel 97. Come on. Damn straight. Who, we who are we getting here? There's, 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 there's no comparison to what we had on the show and we only had three beers, which... I mean, it's pretty easy when you only have three and you've got a complete turd, so. Yep. I don't think that Winter Warmer was a turd. No. Just, but, but, like, it's not. And, again, that's maybe part of where I get hung up with some Winter Warmers. I'm like, I, I don't know what I'm going to get. I don't know if I'm going to like it. But more than that, like, 
is that what I'm going to be reaching for? Right. Like if I want something that's got a little bit of rose to it, I, I go, I'll grab a stout. Yeah. Or a porter. Yeah. Or, you know. That's true. Anyway. Or a dark clogger. I guess not. Nah, not that. So Jeff, we're doing the show. Where are we at? Come to the interwebs. Go to craftbeercast.com. Find links to our old episodes. Um, our website's just fine. You know, that's, that's fine. Um, check us out. We've got a Patreon if you want to support us that way. Um, what else is going on? You know, the regular socials. we got links to all of that. If you if that's how you even want to engage, I don't, I don't know. It's fine. Yeah. Whatever. Engage. We're, we're here. Yeah, we're here. Whatever. We, we just may not see things right away. Like, yeah. I, I do check the Instagram constantly. Jeff checks Facebook. Weekly. Uh, weekly. I check Twitter once a day. So... You got ways to get a hold of us. What's the easiest way, though, Jeff? Contact our craftbeercast.com because we're a bunch of old men who, uh, and I say old, I mean middle-aged, yeah. whatever. But email works. Why do we need something different when the old thing worked fine? Exactly. Wells, where are you at? Uh, at all the Wells on Instagrams and I, threads exists. Uh, Josh, where are you? You aren't using threads no i'm not okay um don't forget about our subreddit slash r slash craft beer cast don't forget to rate and review us on your podcatcher of choice i have to give a huge shout out to somebody that works for the city of charlotte that manages one of the water systems that apparently listens to the show on purpose yeah i know right uh thank you for your review i really appreciated that but if more of you could go review it just helps and beyond that, tell a friend, tell somebody. You know, you've been listening to us for 500 episodes, 10 years, whatever it's been. If you're new, we always appreciate that, too. So, other than that, we will talk to you all next Thursday.